Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Film Studies. I am Sean Taylor. With me today is Tex. Hello, everyone. And me, Mark. Quick lesson for you, kids. It is <laughs> the responsibility of the community to take care of its elderly. <laughs> well said, young man. Yeah, well said, <laughs> young man. <laughs> <laughs> so today, or this week, uh, had a choice between two movies. Uh, well, yeah, two movies. Uh, we saw Going In Style, um, thus giving up the chance to see Smurfs The Lost Village. So yeah. did we really have a choice? Not really, no. <laughs> Not really, really, no. Uh, Going In Style, starring Michael Caine, Morgan Freeman, Alan Arkin, uh, and Margaret. And uh, some uh, background uh, acting from Christopher Lloyd, who we haven't seen oh, in a long time. Oh my God, I love him so much. The most glorified extra I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Matt Dillon, uh, too. Oh, Matt Dillon. Who we haven't seen in a long time in movies. Yeah, really, really. I haven't seen him since Girl Most Likely. I haven't even oh, heard gosh, of him. I can't even remember last time I saw him. I know you've, oh, maybe you've mentioned it, but I don't know. I I don't, yes. I, yeah, I don't remember what it is. Uh, oh, okay, now I remember. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, yeah, basic stories that uh, you've probably seen in the trailers. They... Three old guys, they're screwed by their pensions. They're losing their money. They have no money. They need it. They're one of them sick. And so they decide to rob a bank. <laughs> so there you go. If that, and it's Michael Caine, Morgan Freeman, and Alan Arkin. If that doesn't get you excited to see the movie, you don't know what funny is. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, really, if, if you can't get excited about, like, even just those three being on screen together, period. Yeah. And then the the surprising addition of Christopher Lloyd, which is amazing. <laughs> um, but just the fact that there are three old men that want to rob a bank. If that's not enough for you, then we yeah. can't help you. Yeah. And this is an out-and-out -out comedy, obviously. Oh, God, yes. Um, Mark, what'd you think? Oh, I really liked it. I had a great time at the movies. Just uh, sat back and... I didn't, t I didn't turn my brain off. But that seems like almost like an insult. Uh, this was a clever comedy. It it, uh, it it said a few things, had a few messages, but had a good time doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tex? Oh, loved it. Fucking loved it. <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. I was in, like, right from the start. And, I mean, the way that they bring you into this, uh, into this story and everything is brilliant. Like, I... It's Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman. I mean, even just those two... I'm in. I'm so in. I don't care what it's about. It's got those two in it. I'm yeah. so in. Like, So, I mean, I was going to love this movie no matter what. I figured I probably was because there are very few movies I've seen with Michael Caine that I didn't absolutely love. <coughs> Inception. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Te you Texas, you dropped something. There. You want to pick that up? <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, it was it was even better than I expected it to be and I expect it to be good. Yeah. Yeah, this was really, really funny. And like Mark said, very, very smart. Mm -hmm. uh, very much along the lines of Last Vegas. Oh, yes. Um, yes. To a lesser extent, Grudge Match. Um, a lot like Tough Guys, if you guys ever seen that. Uh, tough Guys. What was the other one where Morgan Freeman is old in it? You may have to be more specific. Yeah. No, I don't remember. Because um, I thought that, because I, I figured out this was his like old trilogy. Yeah. Sort of his <laughs> old trilogy, you know? Okay. Um, 
<laughs> the, the Millennium Collect- Collection, the Morgan Freeman <laughs> old trilogy. <laughs> um, I actually, um, like, I laughed a lot in this movie. Yeah, and- Hang on, time. <laughs> you know, most actors are thankful to have one good old movie, but, I mean, when you're Morgan Freeman... You get a whole trilogy of being old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whew. That was good. Oh man. Like I, I laughed a lot in this movie just because it's it's so funny. But I start. But I got home and I was like, "Geez, is it my age?" Because I'm I'm sure I was laughing at things that only older people older people should be laughing at. You know what I mean? I think honestly that. Um, like our theater, I don't know about yours, Mark, but our theater was pretty much full of like older people there were a few young ones yeah but mostly mostly older and i know because i know that the uh the older couple that we sat beside kind of gave us this like what the fuck look yeah when we walked Um, in when i first like went to sit down i'm like yeah gay and i know that throughout the movie there were a couple times where they like looked over at us as they've oh my god are they actually laughing at that and (laughs) really yeah like they're enjoying it but they're like really these young people are laughing at it and whatever so but um yeah look at those kids yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, but yeah i think it has a lot to do with our age really yeah well uh, you know what that almost makes me sad though tex because i gotta say if uh getting old means uh, become a curmudgeon and i can't enjoy a great comedy like this i am really like you know what give me the arthritis that's fine i actually already have some but if it's uh, like you must be this arthritic to ride this ride or this curmudgeonly to ride this ride, I don't want in. I don't want to take it. Uh, this is something. This is laugh out loud funny, and I did. I was the probably the loudest laugher in my theater, and it was a similar demographic. Like we had, you had your middle aged couples, uh, probably getting closer to senior couples. However, you wanted to find that. I did see a, like a, a mommy daughter date kind of thing going on, where it was like a young girl. She was you know taking her mom to the movies or something, but. Um, you know, there was some chuckles, but man, I was doing the ha like the big, yeah, <laughs> because, yeah. and I'm like, is it something wrong with me? Maybe, but if you know what, if that was wrong, I don't want to be right. No, no, I, I, I don't think you're wrong to to, to laugh at. It. I just think that we're no, no, getting no. to the age where we can understand. Yeah, that's exactly what we mean. Is like we're we're getting to that point where it's like, oh yeah, no, okay, we get that now. Yeah, 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 we're yeah, yeah. territory, but I mean, yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, like, like right off the bat when he walks into the bank and he's given a pager, <laughs> like I know what the pager is for and I kind of understand why they do the pager, mm-hmm. but I understand Michael Caine's sort of, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, that kind of look like, what the, and then he goes to sit down in the chair that makes no sense and that nouveau <laughs> chair that, that Go ahead, Mark. All right. So, can, <laughs> okay. First of all, we're obviously heading into spoiler territory here. Yeah. So I just want to lay that out. Uh, but secondly, confession time, uh, the first time I was handed one of those types of pagers, I'm pretty sure I knew what it was, but there was a moment there when I'm like, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> and it was at a restaurant, and I was like, what's this? That's your pager. Oh, it's a pager. Okay, all right. I was like, <laughs> but there was like a half second of, of like, I oldened my situation for a second. and uh, <laughs> So I understood. You're right. I absolutely understood. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, obviously, like, the story just goes on from there, but, like, I knew there was parts in this movie that I was gonna like, and what I loved in this movie was they set up a few times where the two characters, Michael Caine and, and, uh, Morgan Freeman, 
willing. Where where they knew that they were going to have to talk to Alan Arkin. Yeah. And they knew that whatever they were going to say to him was going to piss him off. <laughs> and I knew that that was going to be really fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then it delivers. <laughs> like when they call him, right? When he's in bed and they call him. And, you know, good on Alan Arkin for actually stepping up to play the curmudgeon amongst curmudgeons. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he out curmudgeoned Morgan Freeman. He was amazing. <laughs> and Michael King. He was really but the only curmudgeon, so really. so much fun. Oh, my. I love it. I don't want to stay in the car. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you running? Because someone was chasing me. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. He stops. He's, this is not an admission of guilt. I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> And the one that, thing I said yeah. in text after the movie was, and I, I, it sounds silly when I say it, but I, there's meaning to it, is these guys play old very well. Yeah. Despite the fact like, Michael Caine and Alan Arkin are plus 80, and Morgan Freeman's 79, so, I mean, duh. Yeah. But, I mean, they, like, they really do sort of uh, beef it up, because you see yeah. Michael Caine and, like, now you see me, he doesn't look old, or he doesn't act old. Well, yeah, I was going to say, it's not that you right. look it. Right. I mean, they, they are starting to look their ages. But, sure. But still, like, yeah, there's there's the different, like, mindset of the characters. Like, in, yeah. like you say, and now you see me one and two. Yeah, they're not acting like, you know, old men who have, like, kind of given up on life or anything. They're just like, you know, we're going to fucking rock this world until it, until we die kind of, yeah. kind of way. Yeah, but then, like, in this movie, when he was walking from Morgan Freeman's house back to his house at mm -hmm. night, uh, he's slightly yeah, hunched over. Yeah, he's walking gingerly yeah, and everything. He's, he's very slow moving. You know, he's looking both ways. And it, it, it really does give you the sense that he's old. Yeah. By the um, way, loved the fact that they were across the street from each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was that was nice. That was nice. And you're, you're right. To your point there, Sean, the... Uh, Again, this is obviously Michael Caine, the actor. You know, we see him in Now You See Me uh, too. The swagger, right? That he's the businessman. He's got the world at his feet. He's got mm -hmm. the young prodigy Daniel Radcliffe there at his side. You don't get the sense of an aging, ailing man, right? Yeah. Fast, and it's only it's only been a couple of years, and now, now he's yeah he's got the hunch, the walk, the 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 shuffle almost. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just those little differences really. Uh, drive home what you you know what they're already saying. So um, and just even <laughs> I loved it the bank scene. Just had the hardest time getting out of that damn chair. Oh my <laughs> god, that was so awesome! No arms to push out of, and he's just rocking and rocking. I was like, come on, man, you can do it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the fact that he like literally just sat down and the thing goes off, and yeah. he's like, oh. <laughs> and. What I uh, one of the things I liked, and this is like totally on the side here, the bank robbery almost went kind of like the opening bank robbery from The Dark Knight. Of course, they get the masks and the whole thing, and then Michael Caine's there. I was like, oh my god, Batman flashbacks. Um, but no, the, it 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 went off like we were watching uh, friggin' what, like Point Break or something like that. The timing and the you know, I mean, mm -hmm. the countdown. Any of your bank heist movies, that, that opening scene was done so well with that bank heist. I, I, I really liked it. Kudos to Zach Braff, by the way, the director. Yeah. On, yeah. on this. I had no idea that he was directing now. M me neither. And he, 
Well, fantastic. Yeah, uh, him and the, the you know the, obviously the the people that he had working with him, the you know director of cinematography and stuff like that. They pulled off like this could have rivaled almost any action movie bank heist this side of yeah, heat. Seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was fantastic. Did you guys know this is a remake? Uh, no, I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised to hear that. Let me guess. The Brat Pack did this back in the day? No, actually. Um, the, the, Rat Pack the original movie starred George Burns and Art Carney. Oh, my goodness. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's from like 1978 or something like that. I looked it up last night, but I didn't commit it to memory, so. Really? I can check into that. Oh, my God. I, I was, so need to see that. Yeah, I, I, I suddenly. George Burns. I was really interested in seeing this. Like, Art Carney's really good. I forget who the third guy is. Um. But I mean, George Burns, Art Carney, like right around that time, maybe Red Buttons. Uh, no, no, no. There were three white guys. It's Red uh, it's is, Lee Strasberg. Is he white? He's white. Okay, yes. I'm thinking of Red. Yeah, nineteen seventy nine. White as well. Who's the red? That's anyway. I forgot. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, so, Mark. Yeah, George Burns, Art Carney, and Lee Strasberg in nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah, I didn't know him either, but. Um. Yeah, I was just I was really surprised that this was a remake. I, and and to Mark's thing, when I saw that it was a remake, when I first just saw the the movie and listing in IMDb, I thought it was the Rat Pack, and that's why they did yeah, this the was, Rat yeah, Pack the, the masks. masks, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's um. God, this was so fun and so good. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything is tight. It's to the point. It's only an hour and a half long. I absolutely love when he steals Jiggy's cart. And she <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. And she's like, where the fuck is my cart? I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, best placed fuck ever. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously, <laughs> this little old lady being like, where the fuck's my cart? I was like, oh my God, seriously. Like, oh, fantastic. And, you know, you're not thinking about it at the time, or at least I wasn't, but that had to be the getaway vehicle from their first heist. Like, it just had to go down that way somehow. Mm-hmm. They had to be the, an old person rascal type thing. Oh, man, it was... I love that, man. Best foot chase to... Foot to vehicle chase I've ever seen. Like, like move over uh, pumping arms Terminator 2. <laughs> you got flower to the face cop lady. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that was so funny. She keeps going, eh? She, I'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly a sprinter was she, but <laughs> it was so so them. great. What's that? She caught them. Yeah, 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 because they almost hit a bus or something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that was just too good. Um, again, what what a what a great time. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll definitely be watching this again when it comes out on like home video and stuff. Oh God, yes, yeah. absolutely. Sean, you um, look busy there. <laughs> sorry, I was just looking something up. And, there, and and really, the show stealer of this movie is Christopher Lloyd. We talked about this earlier. Oh, my God. I love him so much. Um, like, old and delusional and, like, Alzheimer-ish, almost to the point where I almost believe that Christopher Lloyd is like this. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, he maybe he just wandered on the set and they felt bad for him? <laughs> yeah, you know, like, they just, okay, just let Christopher Lloyd onto, onto, onto the set. And then just let him do whatever he's going to do. But, I mean, obviously he wasn't, but he just absolutely steals it. And he's not, like, he's in and out a lot. He's got that microphone gag. That G52 he does at the um, 
Uh, what's that sport? Lawn is it lawn bowling? Yeah, yeah. Bocce ball. That's it. Is that what um, that is that what bocce ball is? Yep. Apparently, I'm going to have to learn this stuff, right? <laughs> Sometime in the next uh, years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's also a, a megaphone. There. Uh, <laughs> what did I say? Microphone. I said microphone. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, megaphone. I fucking love to how he's like. He's like any volunteers, whatever. Put your hands down in the back. We're trying to get volunteers for this. <laughs> like, we are volunteering. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked the uh, also, and I didn't think I was going to until the end. The character of uh, of Jesus, yeah, oh yeah, played played by John Ortiz, uh, who's not exactly a spring chicken himself, but he, I, I liked his character though. He wasn't like some young punk, but he was like, I I know what I'm doing, and I'm going to guide you through this process. Once he signs on for it, I thought that was something else, and just that callback that they have, that he. Because he disguised his voice, kind of. Yeah. Like he didn't. I love too how every time it goes to him when he's like showing them like a new part of what they need to be aware of or whatever. There's a new animal on screen. <laughs> yeah. I loved that. There's the pug. There's a kitten. There's a turtle. Yep. And I love. I. I really love how a lot of the waste in this movie was taken out because you have this story with the the father daughter. Mm-hmm. And that could have been, and, and I think in a lot of other movies that people would, other people might have made, is that would have been stretched out over the course of the entire movie. Yeah. Mm. And in this one, it's just enough to sort of get the point across and yep. to have you feel something for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't drag. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't hold the movie back at all either. Well, and this is something that we've. Uh, I know Sean, you and I have talked about, like with respect to to stand up, the economy of words yeah and i think they really got the uh you know this idea of of like two what was it two maybe three very succinct scenes that drive home what michael kane's trying to say to this guy to turn him around yep and yep. and then you know we just fill in the gaps we don't need a dozen scenes of him going to see his daughter play baseball yeah you know what I mean? It just it gets done very economically and very effect- effectively. I was surprised at the casting, though. What did you think of that guy playing the dad? He looked familiar. He yeah, did, he's, yeah. He, he's from Guardians of the Galaxy. He plays one of the Nova Corps. He's the guy who calls him A-Hose. Okay. Tall, guy, tall British dude? I'll trust you. Well, that yep. doesn't help me at all. <laughs> no. Well, no, but my point is uh, uh, another British actor here, but he's not getting to play British. He has to disguise his accent and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Did you like him? I guess did you like the? Oh, I loved him. I thought yeah. he was great. Yeah, I loved especially when <laughs> he was like, thinking, and they're like, "What is he doing?" He's like, "He always thinking." I've seen him do this before. No, don't be alarmed. <laughs> it, it's it's because of the drugs. Oh, right, 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 right. I just loved it, and then when they get stoned. Oh my god, that was so awesome! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah the um, it it's kind of, that one was I was like, well, these guys did grow up through the sixties, or maybe they were past this by the sixties. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
So like, I'm sure they're no stranger to it, but yeah. Why, why, why are you? Why is this new to you guys? That's what I want to know. You know, I don't know that it's actually new. I think it's just more powerful. I yeah. I think it's been a while. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Like since before we were born, kind of thing. <laughs> kind yeah. of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that would have been. And actually, I kind of like that Arkin was just like, "Fuck it, I don't." You know, I'm not fucking around with this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> somebody's <laughs> yeah, got. Yeah. Somebody's got to drive. <laughs> and I love the fact that they're watching The Bachelorette. Oh, thank you. I could have I could have watched just that for an hour and a half of just those know, guys right? riffing on the Bachelor at those three guys, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> but, it, but it's so funny because they're riffing on it. It's like, oh, this show is terrible. But at the same time, they're going, no, yeah, she should totally pick this guy. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, I don't she doesn't pick that guy, and then they get all mad and turn the TV off. And I'm like, that's just that's brilliant. That's it, I know they're hating on it, but they're so emotionally invested anyway. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was too funny. I I was kind of hoping we would go back to at least one more. I know I wasn't even go, wishing for the rule of three, but I was kind of hoping for one more, maybe another reality show or I don't know, something that's kind of current and popular. Maybe, maybe they riff on The Walking Dead or Game of Thrones or whatever. <laughs> Game of Thrones might have been fun. They had just the three of them trying to figure out who's who and who's, you know, what that's gross. That's your sister. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a few opportunities for that. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, but you know what? I was kind of a Beavis and Butthead fan back in the day, so them going back and riffing on something and the in betweens was kind of you know, <laughs> kind of got ingrained in that. But this would be fun. I uh, and I love the 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 plan the uh, the the plan for the heist plays to their strengths. And it was fantastic. I was really hoping that's the way it was going to go down, that it wasn't going to be some sort of incredible feat. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it wasn't going yeah. to be some something that makes them almost look like superheroes. It's the idea that they play to their strengths. The Everything from stealing like the the senior center car uh, uh, van to, you know, making sure they're volunteering and, and in front of crowds so there's tons of alibi. It was oh, fantastic. Yeah, I loved that actually. Because when I when you see the whole like make three hundred t shirts thing, I was like, why? And then I was like, oh, are they gonna blend into the crowd? But then it like showed them, you know, being um, being separated and whatever in the cameras. And I was just like, oh, okay, no. But then they were like, oh well, you know, I went here and I was, you know, I was selling tickets all day. And if you want, if you want proof of that, ask to uh, you know talk to like the two hundred people that. Um, They'll tell you that they got sold tickets by yeah. you know, a guy in this kind of hat, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's fucking brilliant!" Because they're not going to go to somebody and be like, "Was it this older guy or was it this older guy?" They're just going to be like, "You know, did the guy wear a hat?" And they'll be like, "Yes." Well, yeah, like in general, who remembers the ticket teller, right? Well, seriously, yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, I mean, just just to give them something to remember that fits in with the alibi, brilliant, yeah. The, the whole idea of getting uh, the Frankenstein costume, so that way he would be out, uh, out of the sight of cameras. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then, That was great. You yeah. know, he, he goes in as Frankenstein, but then changes his, into the mummy and leaves. Yeah. And that's yeah, how so he gets away. And then when he comes out, he comes out as Frankenstein and takes off the uh, mask takes off the right mask. in front of the cameras and everything. I'm like, oh, you guys are fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. It yeah. legitimately looked like he went and relieved somebody for a while. Like, it was... Mm-hmm. And then... The best one being Alan Arkin looking like he's just going to relieve himself. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I love that one, and just how skillfully he just bang bang, just get the, the that back part off of the porta potty, boom out, you know, mm-hmm. so Which is good. believable because they set up that they work in a factory. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, and those things are built that you know easily, right? Like you just don't have anyone going in there with the right tools to get out, and then the smelt, yeah, the 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 steel factory using that to burn all the evidence, fantastic. Yeah. Like again, oh, playing yeah. to their strengths. I loved that. Absolutely loved that. How they melted everything. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's brilliant. Yeah, good on them. Yeah. Because I was honestly wondering, like, what they were going to do with that and everything, and then shows them melting it, and I was like, oh, okay, you guys are just awesome. I I, I want to see a crossover between this and Ocean's Eleven, where these guys lay out the plan. You know what I mean? Like- <laughs> yeah, right. <Ed. laughs> I, I love the way they did it, because they, they're planning for the heist, and then they do the heist. And then after they're arrested, then we see what they did specifically. Yeah. I always like that reveal in a heist movie. I think mm-hmm. that's so much more uh, effective. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you get a lot of, because like, you, you see a lot of what happens during the heist. So you know what happens. Yeah. Uh, but it's the afterwards that sort of fills in all the holes. Because even I was like, okay, so they're leaving at 2.30 and they're back at 3.00. That alibi is not going to hold up just from what I had seen, mm-hmm. right? I know. Yeah, me too. And I was like, how are they going to get, like, are they going to get caught? I thought they were going to get caught, first off. I thought they were going to get stopped at the bank. Oh, I didn't think they were going to get caught. They, they, they got there, but. Well, I'm, I'm, there, actually, there was a point where I was I was worried they were going to get caught, but I wanted so badly for them to get away with it. So oh, yeah. badly. I to, yeah, I wanted them to get away with it, definitely. <laughs> like, don't rob banks, kids, but I wanted them so badly. I wanted them to get away <laughs> that, with it so badly. That's kind of the bold thing that this movie does. It's like, you know, like even Morgan Freeman looks at a little kid and says, don't rob banks. Like, that's not the message we're trying to send. But at the same time, justice was done. Like, these guys got robbed themselves, so they were just kind of robbing them back. Yeah, kind they, of, they totally Robin Hooded it. Uh, yeah, yeah, because they, they gave away the excess. Because they didn't steal anything more than they needed. Than what they were do- that what they were owed. Yeah, than what they were owed. Yeah, and then they distributed the wealth as well. Which yeah, I it, yeah, what, yeah. Whatever was excess, they gave away. Like they didn't want anything more than what they were owed, and the rest they was going to go to charity. So yeah, yeah. So that, but at the same time, I was like, wow, they got away with it. Like I was really kind of like. Huh, I thought in the end there would be some sort of thing where they would get caught and then stealing's wrong and then the company would just make amends and everyone goes home happy. But nope, they got away with it. And, and Sean, I like what you said there about the how they did the heist because a lot of the a lot of heist movies will do that whole thing where they show them running out of the bank and then they tell the story and you see every little trick and thing going into it. Whereas this yeah. one took you through it partway but then really showed you again after kind of behind the curtain. And I thought that was a great way to do it. Yeah. Like something like Ocean's Eleven will like, they'll go into a whole lot of detail before the heist and then they'll do the heist. And then it's usually like a big chase scene at the end. Yeah. Or some kind of action set piece at the end. Yeah. And then they'll go back and they'll be like, remember this thing that we saw from this time, this is what we were doing and whatever. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of thing. And it's usually one or two things, but this mm-hmm. one, uh, this one shows all the details uh, and the ingeniousness of that they have it of their plan yeah and the thing is too is that it says you know at one point like you know rule number one or rule number two were whatever have an alibi yeah and so i was like okay well what kind of alibi are they going to have and that's what exactly and what then, i was thinking and then you see you know because when they first get arrested i'm just like um okay it's been this long and you know like you say like i'm yeah. sitting there going that's not gonna hold up yeah 
but then it turns out yeah no really is so i liked that they actually they explained it to us and i love the whole scene where (laughs) alan arkin is with his girlfriend which that whole storyline i know i say in a lot of movies keep your love story out of my action movie (laughs) this one i actually really liked because it was really (laughs) fun oh yeah this one i really really liked and he's standing in the bedroom and the police cars come up and he turns to her she goes he goes uh I've got something to tell you. <laughs> and then it just cuts and just leaves it. Oh, that's so brilliant. Like yeah. less is more. You know what I yeah, mean? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it's interesting to see how how the heist movies have come. Eh? Before you if you're watching like Heat or Point Break, either you know you get a minimum explanation, like you get the boss telling the henchman, "Okay, you take the god and you take the talus, see, and we're gonna you know." Yeah, and and away they go, and then things either go well or they go tits up from there, and we just watch it unfold. But now yeah. there's this thing where you, you, let's we got to explain how we're doing it, and that's cool. I like that actually. It's uh, mm-hmm. and then it's just a matter of how much do we get revealed in the initial explanation, but the, the explanation of how they're going to do it while they're showing them doing it. I think I, I always like that. Now even like um, uh, even afterwards in movies like uh, now you see me, which is a little bit different because you do the magic, then you get the magic explained. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I like for the heist movie that this is how we're gonna, or here's how we're gonna break into the thing to get the thing, like a Mission Impossible. Yeah, and then you watch it go tits up, you know, <laughs> and see how they adapt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but this one, uh, one again, thing, it's it's very subtle difference, but I liked it. And the one thing I I, I really really liked about this movie, and the one thing I worried about going in because I heard that these three old guys were gonna rob a bank, and I was worried that how they robbed the bank was going to be unbelievable mm-hmm. you yeah know what i mean yeah like, like they were gonna suddenly hack in or something yeah like yeah. lucky coincidence lucky coincidence fortunate thing you know a, yeah. a series of circumstances that just allowed them to get out you know mm-hmm. the cops were you know had to stop at a red light because you know a parade of ducks were walking across the <laughs> intersection that kind of thing yeah. um but in the end no this this comes off I mean, uh, there has to be a certain level of suspension of, di- of disbelief here, but most of all, it comes off pretty plausible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there, there was just, uh, and, and this is completely nitpicking, but I, as the heist was going off, there was one thing that I was kind of hoping to see, um, because they they kept uh, walking through, they kept doing the walkthroughs, which is, I guess, kind of a good idea, right? Practice, 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 right? To get their timing down. Um, but they didn't quite make that two-minute mark. I was kind of hoping to see one thing that was going to buy them that extra time. Like somehow there would be just some conveniently placed old per- old people, like have Anne Margaret taking a, a bunch of old people, you know, for a walk across the street, right in the path of the oncoming cop cars, right? Which would slow them down by that extra 30 seconds or a minute or whatever. I mean, it's yeah. I, I was kind of hoping for just about one more thing that was going to let them plausibly get through this. In la- in more time than it took the initial bank robbers. I mean, you kind of did though, right? Because they hadn't touched the silent alarm and hadn't touched the silent alarm and hadn't touched the silent alarm, and then they hit it when he turned away and he was like talking to the little girl. That's when the silent alarm was hit. So the cops wouldn't have had any idea that a heist was going down in the first place until that silent alarm went. Right. So that's that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you kind of did have that. This is how it gave him extra time. But I guess in the opening one, they had it down to that tight two minutes. So I thought I was going to see something that was going to give them that extra, you know, wh- however many seconds they needed to to kind of mimic what the opening bank robbers did. 
the guys who who got in and got out in, the, in under two minutes. See, I like the fact that they never got down to the two minutes beforehand. Yeah, and they still didn't do the two minutes during the actual bank robbery because no, it takes longer than two minutes because Morgan Freeman falls over. Yeah. yeah, right. So I thought that, I thought that was it was a great parallel. Um, the little girl, little Asian girl, adorable. She was really good. She oh, was so yeah. adorable. I mean, going through the lineup when I saw them go, going in, going into the in, into the usual suspects lineup there, <laughs> I thought, oh, how is this going to happen? And mm-hmm. then she turns out that she just she does she doesn't turn them in, and I'm like, okay, now. You're starting to well up my tears here. Like, yeah, stop it. it. <laughs> you know? And how many... Uh, how, were either of you fooled by the Michael Caine speech at the end? No. Because I was. Oh, I, th- I, I thought he was dead. Huh. Oh, they, yeah, yeah. No, there was, not uh, yeah. for a second. I was like, there's no way they're going to end it like that. Because the, right, the scene right before it was them going into surgery, and the yeah. last thing he says is, if I die, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I was like, "No, really? Come on, seriously?" Yeah, no, there was no way. I- but I thought, but I thought, like, if if he did die, like he's saving his friend, so that's sort of like a heroic thing for him. So that's oh yeah, yeah, plausible. Then he I, comes, I was like, it it got me for a couple seconds. I was like, "No, no, no!" Oh wait, he's getting married. Oh, and, yeah, and then he comes yes, out and he's getting confirmed. married. I'm like you bastards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I call it like just before they reveal. I'm like, oh, phew. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I pretty much knew it was the wedding right from the start because I'm like. You're not, they're not really dressed for a funeral anyway, when really, when you look at them, like, they kind of are, but kind of aren't, like, yeah, but they're also wearing, like, the full vests and everything, which is not something you typically wear at funerals, plus it's a white shirt, not something you typically wear at a funeral. Yeah, yeah. When I I was looking at it, I'm just like, he's getting married. Okay, it got me, so. The little girl gave me a moment. Yeah. I thought she was going to, uh... She wasn't going to turn them in, but there was a moment when she was just like standing there looking at him. I'm like, when they focused in on the watch, I was like, ah, shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ah, shit. And of course, I knew as soon as we saw the watch in the in the heist, I'm like, ah, shit. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I thought that was that was going to be their their one big mistake, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it it turns out technically it was. So Matt Dillon hauls them in. Um, I, I I love the way they did the lineup. Eh? They just empty the hospital gym, and they're like, "All right, <laughs> give us the room," and then they just wheel them all in and uh, do a, a quick lineup. But so help me out here. I think I know, but why why do you think the little girl didn't tell the truth? Right, she's a young innocent girl. Nothing would have been wrong with her just saying that's the guy I saw. Why do you think she? I think because he told her that he had a granddaughter that liked the doll too. Yeah, that's what she picks up on. Because I mean, it seems yeah, it seems like a very a, it seems like an adult thing to do would be to just kind of wink and you're cool with me kind of deal. Yeah, I'm honestly, I think that's what it was because she said something to him and he went and talked to her and everything. I think honestly, I think that was it. And plus, she, I think she was worried about him too because of the whole, you know. When he was having difficulty breathing mm. and everything, and she was like, "Oh, she was like, when I wear a mask, I get hot too." And he just needs to take his mask off and everything. And I was like, "Oh, like, like <laughs> if if there is a yeah, if there is a magic bean to in this movie, that specifically is it." But at the same time, it's a comedy. Oh sure, um, it's a feel good comedy. Yeah, and you kind of have you kind of just forgive it. 
Um, but no, but I think Texas is right. I think they had that sort of moments like, oh, my daughter likes that doll too. And, you know, don't rob banks. And he basically shows that he's a good person. Mm-hmm. He basically uh, is a grandpa, I guess, that. real quick. Is that it? What's that? Is that yeah. Okay. That's cool. I wasn't really questioning. I was kind of, I was no, like, I know. Like, oh, that doesn't seem like a, like maybe a kid would just be like, yep, that's, that's the guy. Not really knowing the consequences, right? That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah. It's, it's not like this guy's got to pay. It's more like a, you asked me to to tell you if I saw him. Well, there he is. Yeah. Now well, what? If you, Dad, if do you we get really want to nitpick it, why talk to the daughter? Why not ask the mother? Because <laughs> the mother was right there, too. <laughs> That's a good point. But, well, I guess the conceit is that the mother wasn't paying attention. Uh, <laughs> That's the one that I find difficult to believe. Yeah. The little girl being like, nope, I don't see him. Because it's, it's something as simple as maybe she didn't like that cop, too. Yeah, maybe. Because kids will do that too. They're they're super easy in re- in their reaction. So maybe she was just like, "Well, I like him, and I don't like you. So fuck you. Nope, yeah. don't see him." It and would... I love how she smiles at the granddaughter. Yeah, fucking love it. And the granddaughter's like, "Yeah, hey, what's up?" And she's like, "Hi." <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it actually would have been kind of nice if the mom was like, "Yeah, no, my daughter's right. That he's not here." Just a cemented, eh? Just kind of. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I think it would have been kind of a neat little. Mo- I know because the, the the he and the granddaughter and the, the girl had the moment, but I thought maybe if the mom kind of like really just took pity and was like, "Oh, it's just a nice old man," you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think part of it was that though too. Like even you know when she was talking to the, her little girl when it was happening, and she was like, "Okay, honey, you know, like he has a job to do and whatever," but he was still so nice to her that she was like, "Oh yeah, he's harmless." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like Michael Caine's granddaughter too. Yeah. Um, yeah. smart, funny. Um, and, and the fact that she wanted a puppy and she was promised a puppy actually plays back into the whole story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that's yeah. how they get their money back, right? Oh, frig, I love that. So, I that's how, that's how he drops off the money by taping it up at the top of the, oh my God, that's great. <laughs> Oh, was who saw it, that coming? By the way, who um who saw the puppy? Sorry, hang on. W- w- was it at the was it at the top of the cage? It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay, they, I missed. It. I was looking at the bottom. Oh. No, no, no. It's 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 taped to the top of yeah. his kennel. Yeah, and oh, Matt, okay. some they have Matt yeah. Dillon looking at the dog when he and it's a perfect distraction though because the dog's sitting at the bottom of the cage, obviously. Yeah. So this little puppy's there. Who's going to look at the top of the cage? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. And no, I didn't. I didn't see it coming. I was just along for the ride. To oh, be honest, you didn't see so. the puppy coming. I totally saw the puppy coming. No, yeah, yeah. I didn't see the fact that he was the other bank robber coming. Did not no. see that when he did the whole like you know it's a what was it community's duty to take care of its elderly or whatever. Yeah, yeah. When he said that and he said it so straight faced, like looking right at Michael Caine, and then um it like flashes back to the bank and like. Well, when he said it, I was like, no way. You're the fucking bank robber? Yeah. And then it does the flashback in case, you know, in case you didn't realize this is what we're talking about kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, oh, did not see that coming. And once But you- I love the fact that this guy basically <laughs> planned a bank heist at the same bank twice and- in like two months. And did it differently. Yeah. Like the, once, you, once you get that reveal, this is what makes like his character retroactively so good. Yep, because you you think he's just some random thug that the the no the ne'er do well son in law knows, but no, this guy he's legit. He knows what he's doing, and mm-hmm. he 
he all of a sudden he's almost kind of emotionally invested. Like he doesn't go along for the heist, but he remember he you uh, like he obviously now remembers Michael Caine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's like you know what you you got robbed by these guys. This is why you really want to do it. He tries to talk them out of it at first, with it, which I think is good because then you you kind of. I didn't see it coming, but now it's like, oh, I should have because he tried to talk him out of it instead of just going for the money. He was yeah. basically trying to take care of this this guy that he connected with during his bank robbery. So I yeah. thought that, you know what I mean? Because they had, they had that yeah. mo- their moment too, right? Where Michael Caine tries to tell him, like, this fucker's trying to, this fucker's signing off on me, you know, losing my house. And, you know. That was a really sweet moment too when he, like, goes to give him his wallet, like, during the bank robbery goes to give him his wallet and he's like no no no, not from you old man yeah and he was like you know it's a you know it's a community's job whatever blah 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 and then he was like yeah chuck couldn't give a crap about that he's like that's so you taking this man's house and he's like well me not personally no <laughs> <laughs> and the kitty cat pose oh my god wow. that's actually that's other that's another indication which i never considered until this moment because he's an animal animal rescue kind of person oh, oh shit. god yes thank you wow I just was thinking I've never seen this in a heist movie before. Yeah. I think that was another, like, kind of, you know, slight little clue. It's almost Jesus a signature. Christ. Yeah. I didn't even see that. No, neither did I. Until the second. Yep. Well done, Tex. Well, I love, That's awesome. And I love, <laughs> I love the fact that when they first show up, when, like, when Willie and, um, oh my goodness, I can't remember the other names. Willie, Al... Uh, Alan Arkinus, Al, and uh, um, uh, Joe. Joe. When Willie, Al, and Joe show up to rob the bank, and he immediately gets in the kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> Before anything happens, he just rolls over on his back. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome. See, my favorite was, they're blanks, asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, you can't shoot for shit. <laughs> I thought Arkin was going to pistol whip him. He kinda, oh, I totally would have supported that movie. He, he had that coming. He, he, he I thought no, he was going. He totally had that coming, yeah. especially fucking like grabbing a gun and shooting at people. Like, how dumb are you? If there'd actually been bullets in that gun, you've killed how many people by doing that? You fucking jackass! Oh yeah, because they could have yeah. unloaded on everybody if they were actually like serious bank yeah. robbers. You know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Did you, that interview after. Thank God for me. Thank God for me. And- <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm single and whatever. Yeah, you got it's that like, too. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. You stay that way, buddy. Oh, I loved it. I loved, I loved that character. He dick. was almost Yanosh over the top from Ghostbusters too. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like he was almost there, but he was just under to to, to just be really, really funny. Oh yeah. Uh, and just add. Yeah, just be enough that you hated him, but you didn't want anything bad to happen to him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess that's part of the casting too, because you just felt like like you just felt for this guy's pathetic, right? Like he's not, he's not really evil. He's just pathetic. He he overwields his power at the bank and to compensate for his you know other shortcomings. Like if they had like a Joel McHale or something like that, you know, Spider Man Two, he plays the the bank guy that's turning it down at May. Yeah, yeah. If they had had that kind of casting, you'd just hate him. You just would want him to get pistol whipped and shot and stuff like that. But this I think guy it's was, also very easy for people these days to hate bankers. So, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's the thing, eh? And I'll tell you something too. Uh, the guy at the company when he's given a speech about having to lay off and everything, mm-hmm. I thought he did really well too because I felt bad for him. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You can tell that. Yeah, you got the sense that like he didn't want to give this news no. to yeah. them, and not but he just had to. Be, yeah, and not just because you know he didn't want the whiplash, the backlash from it. He genuinely did not want to yeah. tell these gentlemen that they had lost. You know, essentially they're going to lose their homes and whatever kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, f- I felt really bad for that guy. Yeah, it had it written all over it. He He's not the guy who made the decision. He's not paid that much. He's not that high up the ladder. He's just no. the schmo that they just forced him to go and deliver the bad news on behalf yeah. of the big wigs. Yeah. That, yeah, he's the whipping boy that got thrown the, Absolutely, the whipping boy. That's an even better term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this reeked of that. And uh, yeah, I felt mm-hmm. for that guy too. But at least they were nice. You know what I mean? Like they, they were like, excuse me. You know, they were upset, of course, but they, they kind of deflected their anger like they knew it wasn't this guy they didn't start pelting him they were at a steel factory they could have picked up a lot of shit to throw that would have killed this guy yeah if they yeah. really wanted to you know what i mean like they could have steeled him to death not even stoned yeah yeah seriously but yeah but they were they were still like i mean they were angry enough to you know raise their voices and whatever but oh, at the yeah. same time they were like wait this is you know like we know like it's not you personally that we're yeah yeah they're just mad at the company and want some answers yeah, so yeah exactly yeah it was so good, man. Oh, my God. I want to see it again. Do you guys recognize the waitress? Oh, yeah. She's from Mad TV. That's where I remember okay. her. Oh, okay. Didn't know they were that. I, I recognize her from Men, in, from Men in Black. Yep. Oh, she was and the... the uh, nego- and from the negotiator. <laughs> yeah, she was the... She, he wanted some water. <laughs> some, some sugar water. Some sugar yeah, water. Yeah, ha- some, ha- ha- some sugar water. She was also the bus driver in Forrest Gump, too, so... Oh, yeah. Which I didn't know until that. I... What looked it up last night too. So yeah, like a lot of things coming into this movie, and like all of it comes together, which is always great to see when you Mm -hmm. have a movie where you have all these different working parts and everything comes together full circle. Um, Also, Anne Margaret looked fucking fantastic. Damn right she did. My God, yeah. Christ, fucking fantastic. Like I could tell she's had a little bit of work done. Sure, but for the most part, she looks fucking fit, and like even the little bit of work done has not detracted from how no. she looked. Like she looks fucking fantastic. Holy shit! When I saw her, I was like, "God damn, go Anne!" Like- I, I did not recognize her. It's not. It's just if you said to me Anne Margaret was in this, I would have been looking at someone for someone older looking than that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, how can you not? But, oh, okay. That <laughs> yeah, sense. yeah. I was like, who is this this woman? And, yeah, she's still in good shape and everything like that. Like, Yeah, see, like, I saw Newsies maybe a month ago, something like that. I watched that again, and she's in Newsies. Okay. And she, there's really not much difference between her in Newsies and her in this. And that was 20 years ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was like... One of Christian Bale's very first movies, like yeah, yeah just, mm-hmm. That's how insane. Nah, no, she how looked really good. Insanely good she looked, and I think that helped because that helped the whole, uh, the whole. I, don't know, I was like cheering him on. I was like, yeah, go get her. Yeah, good for you. Good on you. <laughs> I love that when he starts like walking away from his basket, and he's like, oh, I have a basket, and then like yeah. he does something too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good, so funny. And I love the thing he comes up and he's talking to the to Matt Dillon at the end, and he's like, um, "Well, let's say I woke up. Yeah, it's a new relationship, so we made love twice, <laughs> three, wait, uh, three, three times, three times." <laughs> <laughs> and how Matt Dillon's like, "Fucking what?" <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt Dillon, yeah, he he has a combined look of fucking what and oh, come on. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't need to hear this shit, but at the same time, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of little things in this movie that just really fucking work. Oh, yeah. Well, and, uh, yeah. Well, one of those, Mark- one of those things actually I thought was the casting of Matt Dillon. He, yeah. He's, he's done, he's had a great career of playing dickheads. Yep. Yeah. And that's fine. He does it well. He's good at what he does. He's got that smug look. He's got that down pat. And oh, yeah. just by casting him, I think you instantly, it's like instant antagonist, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, you have the, the, the corporation and the bank, they're like a faceless antagonist, but he puts a face to, he's trying to foil the, the robbery, obviously. That's his job, you know? So you have that one, one part antagonist, one part, eh, he's just a guy in the way. But you, as soon as you see him, you know he's going to be a douchebag. And so, like, there's a shorthand there, I think, that was really well done. That, yeah. And it helps, again, helps everything comes together. And, I mean, the fact that he's, you know, like, when we he's when he's passing off uh, Michael Caine in the beginning, when all he all Michael Caine was was a witness, he had some good ideas, and Dylan's like, ah, I'm the professional here, fuck you, old man, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, perfect. So then when we see him, we don't need to see him the rest of the movie. When we see him again, boom, instant douchebag. And it was, uh, yeah. yeah, fantastic. Right from the casting to what they did with him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love the henna tattoo, too. Oh, oh that was fucking brilliant. Great touch. That, that was, was a great absolutely idea. brilliant. Never saw no, it. All, all they're doing is giving people uh, <laughs> things to do during a bank robbery. Mm, yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> well, yeah. But there's at the that. same time, real cl- criminals are pretty fucking stupid. Yeah, and police will have seen this movie too. So yeah, and I'm, and I'm sure they know of henna tattoos. So yeah. Um, Mark, final thoughts, ratings. Oh, well, uh, just like I said uh, at the beginning, just a, a great time in the movies. Uh, I don't um, really need to say much more than what we've already said. Uh, just the, just like the heist, they had a plan. They executed it, and it went off fantastically. Sure, there might have been a few hiccups, but in the end, the plan worked, and kudos to everyone involved. So um, my final ratings, uh, I'm going to give it an eight and a half uh, dog crates full of cash out of ten. <laughs> okay. Tex? Um, well, you know, I'm pretty much uh, – mirror what uh, mark says like it there's really nothing further that i need to say about this movie like enjoyed the hell out of it as i said i was already in as soon as i saw michael Caine and morgan freeman i was in yeah the addition of alan arkin i fucking love him too so you know and then the surprise addition of uh, christopher lloyd yeah just absolutely fantastic um i'm gonna give this Nine old man runs out of ten. There you go. <laughs> because Alan Arkin's run is probably the funniest. It's probably like the best run I have ever seen. And that was brilliant how they used that as quote unquote evidence. Yeah. Well, it kind of was. And I liked uh, the one person we didn't talk about was Keenan. Oh yeah, Keenan Thompson. Um, the the Keenan Thompson, the 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 Value Mart security guy. Okay. <laughs> Um, again, very funny. Like, he can be over the top, too. He was in Good Burger, for crying out loud. Never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Coming soon to or is it? Um, oh. but, um, but even he played in, into it very well. And, you know, at the end, he's like, look, guys, if you want to rob something, fine, go for it. Just don't rob the value mart. 
Yeah. He's like, like, whatever, just don't do it. Yeah, just don't bring that to my backyard, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I, and I love that character, too. Uh, yeah, no, great cast overall. I mean, throughout. I mean, up oh, yes. and down. Yeah. Um, strong writing. Uh, great story. Very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get Michael Caine and Alan Arkin and Morgan Freeman, I mean, you're going to get the strongest performances possible. Um, this movie's not doing well. Oh, it opened fourth. Ooh. Hmm. But to be fair, it opened behind a Disney blockbuster. Yep. And two animated movies. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good in my book. I would say so. Um, I think more people need to see this so we can get more movies like this. I th- oh, God, I, yes. I think this one's going to have that a bit longer shelf life. Like once word of mouth gets out, uh, um, I think this, this crowd's going to, it would be one that'll build a little bit. Like yeah. it's going to have a, a longer sustained run, I think, rather than the big blockbuster bam weekend. Oh yeah, I'm sending my parents to see this. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've, uh, I'm telling my family members too. You know, go to go see it, and, and uh, so that, and that's I think how that's going to go. Right, this isn't the internet generation that it's targeted to, so you're not going to ha- have that immediate reaction. This is going to take a little bit of word of mouth, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So for my, my final rating is going to be nine pies on a pile of cash out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Oh, by the way, I loved how they tipped her at the end. Oh, yeah. that was so <laughs> yeah. adorable! I knew they were going to do something like that. I yeah. wasn't sure if it was going to be like an actual handoff, right? Or if it was going to be something. And I just loved that how they left, just like how he left, like a stack of hundreds underneath the check with coins on top. I yeah. was like, brilliant, good for you. Yeah, because she said, "No more coins. I'm not a bank laundromat. A laundromat. Thank you. Yeah." Um, okay, so that's gonna do it for going in style. Definitely go out and see it. Oh, um, yeah. I think got, that's obvious from here from us. Yeah. Uh, next week, Fate of the Furious. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think we really kind of start our summer blockbuster season already. Yeah, pretty much. May's, yeah. May's pretty much the beginning of that. Now we have that and Guardians of the Galaxy uh, coming yeah. up. So, um, super stay tuned. excited for both of those. <laughs> Uh, Fate of the Furious will at least be fluff. It's true. And the, I, from the trailer, I saw some really nice cars. So, yeah. you know. Like I said, if I don't get my rock versus Statham. Yeah, plus, yeah, I was going to say, plus I get my rock, so I'm good. A rock-Statham um, rematch? Yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah. If I don't get that, I'll be pissed. Um, stay tuned this week for Or Is It? We're checking out uh, <laughs> Final Destination. Uh, so that'll be fun. Uh, Tex, thanks very much for coming out. Yeah, no problem. Mark? Always a pleasure. And I'm uh, Sean Taylor, guys. We'll see you on the next Film Studies coming soon.